Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? It's Thirsty Thursday. Happy Thursday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake coming at you live. From our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Austin Horton across the glass from me producing today. And safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one and the only Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Jake, how are we today? Are we doing well? Are we having a good day? It's snowy outside, but uh, are you in a good mood? Are you in a bad mood? Are you angry? Are you happy? What are you? Uh, kind of a you know all of the above really. Uh, where where we now? You know we. How are we doing today? Yeah, like we, my my. I get to decide for all of us how we're doing. <laughs> I don't know, Austin. I, you're riddled with anxiety today. That's what you. That's <laughs> what, uh, what what emotion should I decide for Gordon? No, I'm doing fine, Gordo. Uh, I, I I'm doing fine. Got a little snow randomly. Got to love what is. Inching towards spring in Utah. Good times. NBA basketball back tonight. Jazz back tomorrow. Conference tournaments, you know, it's a good day. It's a good day. Oh, okay. You? All right. You yeah. go sledding? You know? Do Did not go sledding. No. no didn't Did do any of that? Been, work, been working today, uh, as usual. But, uh, no, I feel good. Everything's uh, everything's uh, all prepped and, and ready for the show. Uh, Austin, how are you? You're looking good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, here we go. That's an answer, of I, course. It, well, we had sixty degree weather three or four days ago. It's supposed to be back soon, I think. For how long? Uh, well, it's spring in Utah. This isn't our first rodeo. Yeah, but a you blizzard. Know, we're gonna get a we're gonna get a snowstorm <laughs> or two out of the blue. Plus, you will you still want to use your uh, your new snowblower? Uh, I've moved on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd be out there today. Like all yeah, soft, lake, soft lake outside, <laughs> just firing up. Better, better make sure it's <laughs> better make sure it's running right. Do you does your uh, snowblower have like an automatic start, or do you have to crank the thing, or do you have to you know what do you do? An automatic start? Yeah, push like like start. a remote a thing on my keychain, or like it runs on ESP. <laughs> start snowblower. Uh, no, uh, I have an extension cord I plug it into, and it fires up. It's got the push button thing, right? That's right. Electric I've got, start. I've got the the old fashioned way. I'll tell you what, though, it starts on pretty much the first pull, which is all I, I really wanted out of a snowblower. Not that anybody cares about this, but I had a very old snowblower for a very long time, and it you know it operated on gas, some oil, and a prayer. And you, you, I just sit there, and after the nineteenth pull, and I flooded it four times, it would finally kick over. You know. That's how well, much I didn't want a shovel, by the way. Then I would you, actually put that kind of time and attention into getting it to start. 
One thing we can agree on completely, right, Jake? If you live in Utah, if you live in northern Utah or central Utah, and you have a driveway or sidewalk in front of you, get a snowblower. I mean, it took Austin a little while to figure that out, right, Us? No, I had one. I just was trying to be a good environmentalist and have a, a battery-powered one, and that was – it would have been better for me to just blow on my driveway by mouth. <laughs> now, here, here's the thing. I, I certainly agree with you, Gordon, and that's why I have one. But my, my neighbor across the street, Glenn, he's, uh, he's a fitness guy. And so not only does he prefer to shovel – uh, but also he has actually I don't know if he has it anymore. But he used to have one of those lawnmowers like out of the Flintstones. You know what I mean? Like the the blade, the the uh, push blade, the push mower. I was like, Glenn, you're crazy. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna give yourself a heart attack over there. And uh, I I think he still has it, but uh, no, that's not me. But I would understand that if somebody's like a fitness person and they want to you know use it as a way to keep in shape. Yeah, sure, I got it. Moving snow takes a lot of work. It sure does. I know. I you do. Full. When was the last time you shoveled the whole driveway? Shoveled a whole shoveled driveway? Shoveled a whole driveway. That's probably been, you it's know, going back. a couple of months. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I did. I have uh, had to shovel a darn driveway before. Before, um, in the past. I would also, Jimmy unless Carter you. Unless you... <laughs> the, the nation was going through an energy crisis. True. Not true. But, you know, but, I left it for a while because we all weren't going anywhere because gas was hard to come by. <laughs> oh, man. Do you, do you guys remember? How old were you around with those no. gas lines, man? No, I wasn't. That was a time, man. That was crazy. For all you younger folks out there, I mean, that there was a time when you had to schedule getting your gas in your car because you were going to be in line for two and a half, three hours. That that was that was that was difficult, you know. Hey man, I just not was... as difficult as walking everywhere you had to go. But it was it was. Uh, it hey, was I hard. I you know we all just survived a time where you had to uh, assault your neighbor for some toilet paper. You know, times are weird. <laughs> yeah, well, everyone's got something. You know, everyone somebody. Gets... Yeah, I never thought I'd I'd value in, inside track info on the delivery times of products to grocery stores, but here we are. <laughs> hey, so every, give me the tip. When do the Clorox wipes come in? Every generation has its challenges, has its memorable difficulties. It's things that it needs to, to fight through. I'll tell, I remember when gas was like 20 cents a gallon. You know, I mean, that was, that was a just, I don't know, times change. That's just the way it is. It's all right. You know, we make it through. We do the best we can. Is that Tupac? Uh, I doubt it. That's just the way it is. Things oh, will never is, be the same. Oh, yeah, well, actually, that was a Bruce Hornsby song, wasn't it, first? Uh, but I really like the Tupac version. Who's, very well who's done. Carl nice. Hornsby? <laughs> Rogers Hornsby. or No, uh, <laughs> Bruce Hornsby. Actually, that was Bruce Hornsby. <laughs> uh, Quinn? Oh, that was, that was funny. Okay. Well, well good. Good. What, what? I'm not allowed to, to, to make it right? What, I can't say what it, the truth is? What do you want? Who do, Austin, who do you, you think wanna... who do you think uh, resonates with our audience better? Tupac or Brother Bruce Hornsby? Oh, Bruce Hornsby, very talented musician. Never heard of him. 
What? Never. Google it right now. Nah. Google, I'm, yes. Google I'll do it. Do anything else with my time? You don't know, know us, and I'm telling you, this 855 is 855-340-Zone. Two Parker Bruce. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it's better. Or whatever. I'm just saying to you, you know, uh, this is a teaching moment. Go it's back not. and listen. And you, being the musician that you are, and a musical-minded person, you listen to Bruce Hornsby sing that song. And when was his last hit? Oh, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Before or after Tupac sang that song? Oh, I, I don't know. Who, oh, sold, I know. who sold more with that song, him or Tupac? Who did it first? It doesn't matter who did What's it better. It, oh, yes, it, Neil Armstrong was on the moon first. Who was the fourth guy on the moon? Neil Armstrong? That has nothing to do with selling records. Yeah, but it has to do with, you know, what matters. This who is does the it dumbest first. fight we've ever had. Uh, probably just, so. Just, just accept awesome. defeat. Here's, here's, accept defeat. That's just like, I mean... Okay. Just, just all I'm, all I'm saying is, go listen to Bruce's version of that song, and I think you'll like it. That's all. That's all no. I was trying to say. Let's dial it down a notch here. This is, this is not a huge conversation. Actually, that's Bruce. <laughs> Other than Gordon did correct you. Hey, Jake, that turn his happen. mic off. <laughs> uh, I, I do not have that, uh, that control. Your mic's off. Yeah, you're gonna lose that battle, Gordo. <laughs> all right. Uh, we have a busy. Bruce Hornsby. We have a busy day. Who cares? Today. Listen to it. Listen to it. No, That's uh, all I'm saying. Let's, let's just. Let's just <laughs> look. Find look. A good, Hold we found on a good a time to move on, Jake, and now we can move on. Jake, have you ever had a time when when you got real stubborn about something and you just scoffed at it, and then you found out later that hey, I was wrong. Has that ever happened to you? Never, not once. Well, I know for a fact because I've talked with Naz about it, and I know that's happened to you. There's no way she agrees with your take there. So I know, oh, yeah, I know she, does. she lives know, with you. I know you're making that up. <laughs> I just figured the law of averages. <laughs> uh, someone on Twitter named Stay Swifty uh, really doesn't like this conversation. Doesn't like it. You had some really strong language about Bruce Horn. All right, <laughs> don't freaking listen. You don't like it? Don't listen. So if they disagree with you, you don't want them to listen. Yeah, that's no. Cool. I thought I, you said he didn't like the conversation. Oh, he just he he used some capital letters and used one four letter word and then added the name Bruce Hornsby. <laughs> that's all. He's probably twelve. I don't know. Stay Swifty doesn't have his age on his on his old bio. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm making a poll. We'll get to the bottom of this. No, no, I'm not saying. I'm, I, all I'm saying is uh, the question. If you do a poll, you should say, <laughs> "No, no, listen to me." If you want to do a poll, then say, "Have you? If you've heard Bruce Hornsby's version of that song, did you like it?" Oh. That's all. No, that's I'm not. The, I'm no, not because playing, I, I'm, I'm putting. Who do you associate more with these lyrics, Bruce Hornsby or Tupac? Yeah, Shakur? Gordon, have you ever heard of push pulling? Or push polling. That's that's what I meant to go. That, that listen to Gordon. Like as long as you word it as uh, you know. No, that, no, no. Do I'm you not love saying, the I'm not beloved to, American classic listen, by Bruce. I'm not Hornsby trying to. I'm not trying the to other sway. Guy. I'm not trying to sway the poll. I'm trying to articulate what it was I was saying to begin with. At no point I said I like the Tupac version. I just said the Bruce Hornsby version is really good too. And Austin scoffed it. I said, not. He hadn't even heard it. Did you know his middle name was Randall? Oh, Randall Hornsby. Why didn't you say oh, I thought so? thought you meant Tupac. No, I don't know. Tupac sure. Randall Shakur? No. Not it? Bruce Randall Hornsby. 
Why did you say that in the first place? The guy's a legend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, We've got a busy. busy can we redirect this before busy more day. four-letter words are, are yes, thrown at yes, us? Yes, you know? let's do. Scotty G will be on the show at the top of the 3 o'clock hour. Yes, that Scotty G. He is in oh. Las Vegas. He is down Good. there for the Mountain West Conference Tournament. But, of course, it's it's – a great time to be in Vegas because of all the conference tournaments going on down there. I know a little bit different this year, but still, uh, it's if you're a basketball fan and have never done Vegas for a con- conference tournament week, it's actually like a week and a half. Uh, it's it's quite the experience. But anyway, Scotty will be with us at 3. Sam Amick at 4 to talk NBA basketball. And then Tim Lacombe on at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, also, we have jazz media availability. Um, that will be sometime during the 4 o'clock hour. So you'll hear from... Jazz players, and I would assume uh, Coach Schneider. Back at it. All right. Good stuff. Yeah, back. I would guess a, a fairly rigorous practice to get uh, get the legs back for Houston tomorrow night. But uh, hey, that's a good team to start with. Might as well start so, off so with I, a team that's won thir- or excuse me, lost thirteen in a row. So I have a question for you. Do you think you can get out of shape inside of a week? Um the the uh, the type of shape they're in, sure. Yeah, it's so highly tuned. Yeah, right. I mean, it's just so many games and probably take them one time to jog up and down the floor, though, for them to be back uh, where they want. To be. <laughs> I don't know about one jog up and down the floor, but yeah. well, I mean, I don't think they were like eating pizza and drinking beer the whole time they were gone. <laughs> you know, they're they're still they're, finely I mean, tuned. But their profession is also not talking on the radio and typing all day. <laughs> That's a that's a good point. Yeah. It's a little, a little different, a little, little, little bit. So different. even people who are in shape can get out of out of NBA shape. Exactly. Quickly. There you go. You think anybody was doing any exercising while they were uh, during the break? Joe Ingle said he did. He was on with uh, with David and Pat this morning. He he said he stayed here in Utah, which is kind of what they all said. And I didn't know if there was a kind of wink uh, to that whole thing. <laughs> but but Joe did sound like he stayed here. He didn't go do the Grand Marshal thing at the NASCAR race? It was recorded. He talked about that today. Oh. Uh, it, it was recorded, I guess, a while ago. And you know what was funny about that whole thing? He sounded like he really regretted I mean, he said as much. He really regretted his performance because he didn't really know <laughs> what that was all about. And so I guess I haven't seen it, actually. But I guess he lacked enthusiasm from what he said. I'll find it. <laughs> we got to pl- because after it after it happened and after it got out there, I guess he got a bunch of crap on social media where people sent him other versions of people making such a huge deal out of it. <laughs> and I guess Joe was like, start your engines or whatever it is that he did. Start your <laughs> So anyway, uh, I thought uh, I thought that was interesting hearing Joe talk about that. But he did say he said he stayed here in Utah. So he came into the facility a few times to uh, to work out. So. I'm good for him. I think they know there's a lot on the line. I I would guess that uh, you know, you know nobody went on a on a binge of fried foods. <laughs> That'd probably be all right too. I mean, you know, your body needs a little. You know, it, it needs you a little stay, fried food. <laughs> it needs a change up here and there. That's all. All right. Uh, but let- you're right. But you're right, Jake. Uh, with what's on the line for the Jazz this time, we're talking about such a such a narrow space there for either triumph or error 
uh, and they're they're in the thick of it, man. This is really good. So we'll we'll hear from uh, from those jazz players and Coach Snyder sometime in the four o'clock hour. We also have Sam in the four o'clock hour as well. So we're we're pretty action packed. We'll keep everybody up to date with what's going on in college basketball too in the various tournaments. Uh, out there in the local teams uh, playing tonight. It's, it's it's fun to have all these games going on, Gordon. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. For sure, even in a year like this, but uh, things are getting better. By the way, just on that note, Oregon putting it to Arizona State right now, 73-56. to 56. And if you listen uh, very closely, you could hear the, the tears of one Patrick Kinahan. Oh, he didn't care. You can hear his pain. You can feel it in the universe. <laughs> he doesn't care. His team's getting worked by 20 almost. Of course he cares. Nah. Uh, if it were football, maybe he'd care more. I don't know. Maybe he does a little bit. Uh, also on the Pac-12 slate at 3.30, Oregon State against UCLA. The Utes uh, take on USC at 6.30 and uh, the nightcap Cal and Colorado. Uh, but also Utah State uh, in action tonight, so we'll we'll uh, we'll talk about it all. In fact, Austin, should we get into the split on the other side? Let's do that. Uh, we'll get into the split coming up. We'll we'll obviously talk a lot of basketball, and uh, we're going to talk to Andrew Reinhardt coming up here in a moment. Hmm? Do you uh, who do you think is the best team in the in the Pac-12? Your favorite Oregon? Who do you think is going to win this tournament? Oregon, Colorado? Who who, who are you picking? I, you know, the, the tournaments are so weird. I guess. I mean, it's it's who's who cares, who wants it, who doesn't, you know, who's already moved on to the NCAA's in mindset. I mean, there's always such yeah, weird things true. that uh, that that could happen. But I mean, Oregon looks pretty good today, and uh, USC has looked pretty pretty good during the regular season. Although the Utes did get them a couple of weeks ago, right? And Colorado's been a really good team. So I don't know. All right, you don't uh, you don't uh, have an opinion one way or the other. You like the ducks? No, I, uh, I, yeah, well, I'm certainly capable, but like you said, there's there are variables in play here that it's it's hard to predict. How about this? Know? I don't think it'll be the Beavers. <laughs> yeah, probably not. No, no, I don't think it'll be Cal probably either. Not. Yeah, yeah. So, no, no, <laughs> I don't gonna, think that'll be happening. <laughs> you're gonna go out on a limb, and say that Colorado gets the win today. So we'll keep everybody up to date on all of that throughout the show. But let's jump out to the zone phone. Joining us now, our good friend, he is Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Andrew, how are you, sir? Good to have you aboard today. I am doing well. How are you guys today? We are doing fantastic. Uh, of course, when you join us, we talk about acoustive wa- acoustic wave therapy, which is not just a grunge band anymore. <laughs> that's right. That is, that's a good point. Uh we're treating, we're using that acoustic wave therapy for erectile dysfunction. Um, the leading cause of ED, turns out, is damaged blood vessels. Now, that can come from a lot of things, but it is restricted blood flow. This treatment is clinically shown to open up and repair those blood vessels. So, for the first time, I think, we're treating the root cause problem of ED. Uh, young guys, old guys, everything in between. If you are out there listening, uh, experiencing any type of frustration in the bedroom, this has helped a lot of guys and helped a lot of guys get completely off the pill. Which makes a ton of sense because you guys are going after the problem, not the symptom, which has been what uh, folks have been treating for years. 
That's right. Guys taking the pill still have ED the next go around. They're taking more and more of it. They're trying to time those intimate moments, which turns into a disaster. And I'm yet to meet a guy that enjoys the side effects. Our treatments uh, have no side effects. They're pretty easy, about 10 minutes a piece over a couple of weeks. That's it. You're done. Uh, I think maybe someday the pill will be a thing of the past. 801-901-8000. That's the number to call. Jump on and uh, get on the schedule because, uh, as always, I hope you're doing a lot free for our listeners today. We are, yeah. And, and a lot of guys have taken advantage of these offers. They're really valuable, even if you don't take the treatments, frankly. Uh, it's an assessment, an exam, uh, a blood flow ultrasound with our medical doctor. We do that free. A uh, little gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom. That's been enhanced lately. You'll love that. New patients get free testosterone. And this is the first step in reversing erectile dysfunction. Give us a call now. It's all no charge. 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. All right. That's our buddy, Andrew Reinhardt. 801-901-8000. We'll have more. Big show. We'll get to the split story coming up next. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Locked on to the big show presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's a big show. Last time I tell you anything. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, today is 311 Day, Gordon, so naturally, band of the day today would be 311. Brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. For the latest tour news and artist insight, go to livenation.com. Always liked that song. That's a great song. Yeah. It's I, quite different than their other music, though, isn't it? Uh, some of their other music, I would say. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little bit more in the in the ballad sense, mm-hmm. but I I don't think it's like uh, the band Extreme, for example, who's most known for <laughs> more than words, and that is definitely not a, a good example of what kind of band they are. That that's a perfect example of what I was getting at too. I couldn't get anything uh, more uh, you know yeah. different than that. But three uh, eleven is great. I, um, you know, my wife is uh, my wife is expecting the last time my wife was expecting. We went to see three eleven. They played at the depot over the gateway, right? Oh, yeah. And so you, you have, you've been there, I'm assuming. Yes. I uh, have. So it's not exactly a, a seated kind of venue, right? So it's, they just. Uh, it's kind of how would you describe the setting there? It's I was upstairs. Looking down, right? Yeah, exactly. And then there's the the, the folks who are standing in the bar saw, with your uh, martini. You know, saw, enjoying I the saw, show. I saw Old Dominion there with Kenny. No, Kenny uh, wasn't part not of Kenny. Uh, so, anywho, Three Eleven is not necessarily your your typical moshing band per se, but when things get going a little bit, <laughs> you know, the pushing and shoving starts. So I, <laughs> we were kind of off to one side, but I spent really the whole show boxing out. If that makes any sense, 
because my <laughs> holding your holding your ground. My wife was I can't remember. Uh, she was either not. She was either she was right around the third trimester, like the beginning of it. And so, like, and yeah, you were keeping you were having to keep uh, Bill Lambier off the board, boxing out the whole time. I don't even know if they had a good show. <laughs> you were. Uh, you were running interference. I, let me say, I, I was grateful when Amber did come on because that's not the the moshiest song <laughs> they have. So I was like, oh, great. I get a break. <laughs> okay. So you stood the whole time. There's nowhere to sit. What do you mean we stood the yeah, whole there time? Yeah, there are seats if you find certain spots. Downstairs? In no. The, in front I don't know. Yeah, yeah. no, in the John. Yeah. We're not in the VIP section, no. Well, neither we was were, I, but. We were down on the floor. Yeah. I was hanging with PK that night. Yeah, and in his the beautiful bride Jackie and Lisa, and we were all there. And anyway, I, we were. On I the requested. Floor. I definitely wanted to sit. Uh, I have gone to concerts where I just stand the whole time, but I, I'd prefer to sit uh, when I want to take a load off, as it were. I got you. Uh, anyway, it's three eleven day. Happy three eleven day to everybody out there. That's very clever. Uh, should we get to uh, Should we get to the split story of the day, Aust? Yeah. Uh, if you please. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Slight delay, waiting for leak confirmation to start the game. Wow. Announcement from the NBA overnight suspending its season until further notice. The news coming shortly after a Utah Jazz player tested positive for the coronavirus. Kristen Kenny on the big show. You had an experience that might have gone even farther into this whole thing. You kind of look back and look at it like it was a movie or a dream. Just surreal. I think dealing with the aftermath of it is more challenging actually than when we were physically there. Just seeing now the trickle down effect overall on our state and our nation. But you know, during that time when we were there, it was absolutely surreal and there's still a lot of unknowns but I really think it was incredible how the situation was handled which brought a lot of ease and comfort Gordon a year ago that uh, that wild night where the Jazz and the uh, Thunder were set to square off and uh, uh, all of a sudden play stopped right before it was to begin I mean right before tip off and uh, the NBA season, as you heard right there, was eventually shut down and uh, the world along with it in a lot of ways. And it's it's pretty amazing that that was a year ago. It feels like so much longer to me. Yeah, it has. Uh, it has been a long time. But, you know, we all knew about uh, coronavirus uh, prior to this. We we're all sort of uh, concerned by by before today, a year ago. But. You know, kind of dancing near the edge of that cliff, but man, when when uh, when this day came, and the jazz game was was uh, postponed or canceled, that's when it really hit home for a lot of folks, and it did for me, that's for sure. You and I had talked prior to that time about the potential effects, but my my, that uh, that just shoved us right over the edge, uh, and uh, we've uh, been trying to deal with it slash recover slash enjoy sports uh and be safe uh ever since yeah and it's it's amazing how that event was truly the the straw that broke the camel's back i mean don't get me wrong i i'm not trying to say that it was necessarily knee jerk i'm just saying like that was the event that triggered 
everything. I mean, the the entire response from from government on down yeah. uh, seemed to kind of draw back to that event in a lot of ways because it wasn't like um, it wasn't like we had just found out about it by any stretch of the imagination. You know, I mean, it was already yeah. a big topic of conversation. Certainly, we we did talk mm -hmm. about it on the show because you, you know, the NCAA tournament was not having fans. That was like kind of one of those big events where it was like, oh, really? It was controversial at the time, you know. I and and anyway, it was it was kind of the event that that I think caused the chain reaction of which uh, is of a significance that we've never seen before. So in in that sense, it's. It's certainly a very unique moment in time, and it's it's pretty random that it that it uh, has to do with the Utah Jazz. I got to admit. Yeah, uh, as you said, I think you said it the other day, Jake, that uh, everything in the world was uh, sort of pivoting off of what happened to uh, yeah. Utah's team, and Rudy Gobert, unfortunately, really got blamed, and and there was there were just craziness. Uh, accusations made toward him. And I know, you know, he had, what was it? Uh, how'd the story go? He had visitors from Europe or something uh, a couple weeks before. I think it was family. Or, mm -hmm. Yeah, family. And, uh, and, and some people wanted to blame Rudy, but how do you blame an individual for a pandemic? You just, there's, at that time, the, I don't remember at that time social distancing rules or at, uh, advisements being handed out were they i mean maybe someone i think fauci at that time had talked about being careful with crowds and and all that but maybe there had been some talk of it i don't know it just seems silly to blame somebody uh famous or somebody who was uh, in the spotlight who who was unfortunate enough to contract this to to get blamed for it man it was it was a shared burden on the entire world well, and, I, and all that all that's been sorted out since then. I mean, uh, it, it seems as though and we can talk more about this later, but it seems like Rudy has recovered really well from that, as have the jazz. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's a lot of that animosity uh, towards Rudy Gobert like there certainly like there once was, which is, in hindsight just seems so unbelievably ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you know, who know who knows how prevalent it was in society before really that time, because nobody knew about it. We didn't test for it. We didn't, you know, there's all sorts of things that we, when you look at the whole situation in hindsight, you just go, man, that, that, that was, that was lucky in a way that, that Rudy's profile and celebrity triggered all that. But at the same time, certainly unfair to him. No doubt. And I think most people uh, now, again, with the gift of hindsight, I think most people would agree with that, 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 I mean, the fact that he was the center point of the whole world, you know, for however long you want to say it was, was was really unfair to him. And and we asked Sarah Totter uh, uh, the other day when she jumped on the show, Gordon, if that will be a part of Rudy's legacy forever. And she said yes and, and gave a, a good explanation. And I totally agree with her. It Unfortunately for Rudy, it, it will it will go with him forever. You know, it'll be at the top of that Wikipedia page. Yeah, it's something that happened. And uh, but but Rudy has all kinds of opportunity to continue building that resume that will be crowded. And he, he probably hopes crowded out so that that. But but I think the way the world views it is is changed because everybody gets it now. You know, it, it didn't start with Rudy Gobert, like you said, and who knows who had it at that time. 
but uh, but as as the world has learned more about this and fought fought with it now for all this time, uh, I, I think that will soften as the years go by. But I'll tell you that night that it happened in our visits with Kristen Kenny, who you heard there, and and Sarah Todd and and some jazz coaches and others. A bowler told us about it. It was intense. When they were in that locker room after being called off the court and they they had to try and understand what it was that was going on and what the dangers were and how prevalent it was and what they were supposed to do and how they handle it. Not just that, but how do they get home? And I, Quinn Snyder, I think, was a hero that night. If, I know it's a loose interpretation of the of the uh, of the word, but he took charge of that team man. he found a hotel where they could stay. And he helped make arrangements to get that team home. Who wants to put up a team that has now has been tagged as infected with COVID-19? You know, the whole thing was intense. Then they come back. Remember, they met at at the hangar, didn't they? And uh, I think some of the state officials came out. Angela Dunn came out and spoke to the team and tried to, you know, soothe frayed nerves uh, while dispensing facts. The whole thing was just tight and intense. and uh, But uh, I think uh, they weathered it as well as possible. You know, and and maybe it's too soon to make light of these things, but but oh well, here we go. Uh, you know, that, that hotel thing was a real thing. Uh, and I've heard multiple people talk about uh, that it was a difficult to, to make an arrangements for a place to stay that night, as you could certainly understand. But, Gordon, I was, uh, I was in a fraternity when I was in college, as you know. And when you're calling uh, like a banquet hall or something to have an event, uh-huh. you tell them that you're anything but a fraternity. <laughs> so you lie 100% <laughs> yeah we're just the uh, the the uh, National Merit Scholars Organization getting together for our <laughs> our annual do you think do you think Coach Schneider had to do that or or uh, you know Steve Starks or whoever's uh, you know we're making those uh, Ashley uh, Reinhardt whoever's making those arrangements hi we're a um, we're a group of missionaries <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's right. LDS missionaries. Yeah, we're uh, we just need a place to hunker down uh, for the night, if uh, you so please. Think he had to come up with something else? Uh, I don't. I I think it was. It, it's it's pretty hard to hide who the Utah Jazz are. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know maybe it wouldn't are. work as well as yeah, telling. Probably wouldn't. Well, I mean, even like the example you used, uh, yeah, we're we're a group of missionaries who are all you know between six feet and seven two or something, you know. But I know uh, it seems a little out out of uh, the norm, but but it's not. We assure you, it's all good. NBA team, us? No, <laughs> please. Yeah, hi there. I no, we we would do that. You'd call like a restaurant to have like a, an event or or something like that. It would be like, yeah, we're uh, we're the. Uh, mm. <laughs> Uh, the Utah Tobogganers Association. <laughs> the National Honor Society. We're looking, uh, we're looking to have our annual banquet down there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, Worked every bro. time. Mm. It's amazing how much lower the price got. <laughs> did you Did you really do that? <laughs> yeah, we did. Wait, no, no. We, <laughs> no, we're really no, telling. We know. It's we, all hate. We never it's did way, that. It's no. way past the limitations I now. You... I don't know what you're talking about. No. That never, that never happened. 
Were you an officer in your fraternity to arrange such things? No, absolutely not. They would never put that kind of responsibility on my shoulders. <laughs> yeah, well, the jazz made it home, but it wasn't easy. And no, from there, the, course, the flight. They had to find pilots. How wild is that? I mean, it's just what a what a crazy situation. And and big ups to everybody involved with it too. I I don't know if you saw this, Gordon, but Spencer Cox sent out a couple of texts. That he sent to his group, uh, including Dr. Dunn, um, that night. I thought that was interesting where he said, heads up, guys, we're going to be dealing with this. And anyway, uh, big ups to them because that's crazy. The eye of the world was was right there on them, and uh, they had to act. Pretty impressive. Man, Jake, as we talk uh, about this now, doesn't it feel, even though we're not completely out of the woods yet, but, man, doesn't it feel better now than it did at that time? Oh, my God, just facing that again or being in the midst of it like like uh, was the case at that particular time. Doesn't it feel good to be looking at this in the rear view? I don't know if we're quite there yet. I mean, I am looking at this uh, mask that I accidentally turned blue in the wash right now. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that we're uh, completely clear of it, but hopefully the worst is behind us. Austin wants to get back to those scrapbooking conventions that uh, he does on the side. He and Bowler. Do you know that? That's how I met my wife. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What? That's how I met my wife was working at that scrapbook company. Was it really? Yeah. I I worked with her mom and brother. Oh, that's right. You know what? I knew that part of the story. And the the owner of that company, is he allowed me to still be paid while I was being unpaid as an intern at KFAN. Wow. How about that? Without him, I wouldn't be here, so yeah. blame him. There you go. So so let me get this straight. This is one of those weird twists of fate, but had you not gotten involved in that scrapbooking thing, you probably would not have met your wife? That's 100% actual. Factual, yeah. That, that, looking back at that, now you've got your family, you've got her, you've got uh, Harper, you've got... Uh, what if you hadn't have done that? Yeah, that's why I won't stand for Jake's scrapbook slander. I was speaking honestly. <laughs> Lloyd, Lloyd's in the other room. He can't wait to get back to cat smuggling. Oh, has that been outlawed during well, this time? Well, you know, it's not really COVID friendly. Oh, cats can carry the virus. Well, you got to do something with the cats. You can't box them up and mail them. You got to, you know, meet somebody. I to... Scotty was the one that was all for cat cruelty. Uh, what's that... cruel about smuggling cats? I'm sure they find nice homes. Isn't Scotty the one that said swing a dead cat around or something? Oh, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Question so what, for what you. Is that, is that how Lloyd met his wife? Smuggling cats? Yeah. Oh, I, I doubt it. Does she know he smuggles cats? <laughs> Comes home with scratches all over him? <laughs> Think about that for a second. Everybody within the sound of our voice, those of you who are happily married... Think about how you met your wife or your husband and what what led up to that and how what are the odds that you ever would have met her or him? I mean, that'll blow your mind looking back at it. Lloyd, here's a lint roller. And do you <laughs> smell like catnip? <laughs> and why is there why is there 300 pounds of kitty litter in the garage? <laughs> Wait, wait, what kind of cat smuggling was Lloyd t- uh, tangled up in? I mean, we're talking big numbers? Man, you get yourself a, a bright orange tabby. I mean, that's <laughs> lucrative. Okay, <laughs> stay tuned. We'll have more Big Show.
Scotty, top of the 3 o'clock hour, Sam Amick at 4. Jazz availability in the 4 o'clock hour, and Tim LaCombe at 5. 97.5 and 1280. Utah's highest-rated, most-listened-to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally-owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I love this job. It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 in 1280 The Zone. Whew. Need to compose myself here, Gordon. Sorry. <clears throat> How you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you is the question. I'm good. Are you all right? I, I'm good. Yeah. No, I'm, do- I'm doing great. Uh, happy hour this week should be good. Quick quick plug for Hanson Scotty. That's that's tomorrow at 1.30, Lloyd? Okay. Tomorrow at 1.30. Should be good. Why? Well, I think what, what makes it better than normal this time? For once, we're not the focus. Yeah, we are not the focus. Oh, okay. No. So I wondered why we were promoting No, it. we are not the focus. Somebody else is. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to laugh. I'm going to tune in, and I'm going to laugh. You're going to hear things about Ursan Ilyasova that nobody else knows. Nope. <laughs> nobody. Good tease. Oh, good tease right yeah. there. Not even Ursan. Uh, by the way, our, our guy Clint uh, tweeted me yesterday uh, a blog that kind of took a deep dive into Ursan Ilyasova and the age controversy that we were talking yeah. about yesterday. Did we ever get to the bottom of it? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know how much credit to give some of this stuff, but uh, the headline is The Don Draper of the NBA. Does Ursan Ilyasova really exist? <laughs> okay. It was an entertaining read, I got to admit. Don Draper, you get, have you seen Mad Men, Gordon? Uh, I uh, uh, the show. Yeah, the show. Uh, I think I saw an, uh, uh, here and there, but not regularly. <laughs> the Mad Men, the musical. Uh, well, Don Draper is not his real name. I don't. Not spoiler alert. That's not a huge one. I don't think. But anyway, uh, it was interesting. That uh, does he exist? Is he the Don Draper of the of the NBA? I, I've got to admit the the hard part of the story for me to to uh, um, kind of comprehend is that somebody shows up with her son at the age of fifteen, saying that they forgot to fill out a birth certificate fifteen years ago and needed to get that done. But the guy's name, well, the the dad, had a different name than Ursan's dad, so that was confusing. So what what's your suspicion? Well, that he's 36 and he's some guy from <laughs> Uzbekistan. He can still shoot the three, though. <laughs> yeah, but if he's three years older than he claims, that does make a little bit of a difference, doesn't it? Gordon, they just signed him off the street. So, I mean, if he can be productive, then uh, he'll have a gig. If he can't, I don't think they care how, how old he is. Look, Pujols is still taking cuts for the Angels. Quit reminding Austin. And collecting Social Security at the same time. It's like 73 years old. That's just amazing how anybody can get away with that sort of thing if, in fact, anybody did. (laughs) Yeah, who knows? It is a a strange story. And, yeah, I guess it's uh, uh, I don't know. This is just a blog, but 
but they <laughs> they did an interesting deep dive into the can whole thing. Can they check you know can they check his teeth or something to see how old he is? Is is, is there some way to determine how old a person is without paper? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But in you know what the weird part is in this case it all came down to one decision made by FIBA years ago where they basically said, okay, I guess he's Turkish, but the only reason we're really saying that is because it can't be entirely proven to be the contrary, and that's the, <laughs> the status quo, so we'll just go with it. That's the foundation upon yeah. which we're building here? Yeah. So anyway. But, hey, his name's Ersan now. Turkish he, until proven otherwise? And he shoots 36% so, uh, so from three. So answer my medical question. What? Is there is there a way to determine a human being's real age uh, by DNA or by some sort of body well, inspection? Well, it's, it's much like a tree, Gordon. They cut you in half. <laughs> Count the rings. And then the, the rings there, that's, that's a year, I believe. <laughs> and then they put you back together? In all, all seriousness, they'd have to take your bones out of your body. And run a bone density scan on them. Could they? Is there a way to do that with modern technology? Not inside? and live. No. <laughs> Extract your bone out of your body and then somehow put. This isn't Wolverine. You know. <laughs> so, so when Ursan says, "No, no, I'm thirty. I'm thirty-three." Uh, they, they can't. There's no one who can say, "Prove it." Keep it down over there while I pull your bo bones out of your body. <laughs> you know, there's so many uh, hilarious yet inappropriate. Transitions to our next guest. How about how about this one? How about that? How about this? Speaking of medical advancements, let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now from Wasatch Medical Clinic is our friend Andrew Reinhardt. And yes, medical advancements, Andrew. We've been uh, we've been uh, treating ED one way for a long, long time. Uh, hold on here, Jake. You're not gonna you're not gonna say anything about testing bones, are you? See, I resisted that. Gordon, I took the high road, but uh, you can see what, what, the dynamic of the show, Andrew. You know, oh, this, this is good, yes. Yeah, hey, so, but we should be talking about it. You know what? People shy away from it too much. It, it affects a lot of guys out there. Yeah, it's true. There's so many guys uh, suffering in silence. And what I'm finding is that some guys say, well, I don't have erectile dysfunction, but I do want to improve in the bedroom. I want to improve the frequency back to what it used to be. And I think our technology probably works the best on something like that. It's acoustic wave therapy. We use the two most advanced versions. This opens up and repairs damaged blood vessels, uh, kind of like breaking down a muscle in the gym. You agitate the blood vessels a little bit. They build up, uh, themselves up stronger. The blood flows properly in the bedroom better. And uh, that's what we've got with this acoustic wave therapy. So a lot of guys getting off of the pill, getting off injections, and turning back the clock in the bedroom. Stop putting up with those side effects, right? People, a lot of guys out there put up with a lot. And, and they're going to be uh, taking more pills. Down the road, as your body builds up a tolerance, you'll have to take more and more. The side effects will get more severe. The Cambridge University study done on our technology, they intentionally took guys that had such bad ED, the pills weren't even working anymore and showed a very high success rate. So we have very promising technology here. 801-901-8000. That's the number to call. Get on the schedule. See the doctor. And uh, a couple other perks for the Zone listeners, right? So much for free. Uh, probably hundreds of dollars, frankly. The assessment, the exam, the blood flow ultrasound with our MD, 
uh, no charge, little special gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom. Guys love it. And new patients get free testosterone, uh, all of it free to those that call now. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, guys. All right, Scotty G joins us from Vegas. Coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.